What's know. new in your neck of the woods? Um, just working a lot. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. Oh, a little bit. A little bit like that. Yeah. God damn it. What's my freaking computer password? Found it. Um, Brian, are you there? Brian. Oh, he's typing. Working on it. <clears throat> so I had this like crazy idea that we we try something new with the show today. Okay. And that is just we treat this like we are like we're just catching up. This is the show. We're already doing it. If you're recording, we're yeah, already doing it. I'm this recording. is the show. Okay. Wow. How meta. Yeah. Um, you sound a little robotic, but that's okay. Um, uh, I think my audio recording should sound good. That's fine. Yeah, I'll I'll make do with with your weirdness. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I got my. F well, I'll wait for Brian to come back. All right. Um, anyway, what are you uh What are you up to? What have you been doing tonight? Um, I got home. I made dinner. I ate dinner, mm -hmm. and now I'm recording a podcast. What? Hello. Hey, there he is. There's a lad. You're gonna, There's you're the boy. Being mad. The absolute on my recording. Oh no. It's <laughs> like something's been going on with my. Something's been going on with my with my like Discord where whenever I like log in the first time, mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't have a microphone. It doesn't listen to my microphone or something. So I have to like disable something, re-enable something, mm -hmm. unplug. Plug in. Uh -huh. Those problems only happen Slap to me. Slap Mikey in the ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Those only problems ever really started happening to me with like when I built the PC, <clears throat> like with Discord. It's a PC thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's definitely like a. Hey, Mikey, are you being a smartass? No, I'm. I'm acknowledging that I'm listening. Mm. Okay, Brian, did you hear our, the new strategy for the show today? We're just gonna catch up. Yep. <laughs> you love ketchup. We're yeah, just gonna I mustard had a in a week. I oh really yeah, how's the, sucks. You're doing the the keto thing. It's funny. Ugh. I have to be honest with you. I told I told Grace that it, that you were doing that, and she gave me this like this like really funny look, and she's like, "People who do keto have eating disorders." <laughs> I don't have an eating disorder. I don't think you do either. I eat a lot of protein. Yeah, and greens. Yeah, and I just don't eat carbs. So is it like no carbs at all, or is it like a limited thing? You keep under twenty grams of carbs, which is essentially like the residual carbs in vegetables or like other food. Gotcha. Man, like keeping track of all that is probably the one thing keeping me away from trying something like that. Have you ever used my fitness pal? I have, and I thought that it was this was years ago, so like yeah. app design wasn't great then, but I thought it was a poorly designed app and really confusing. Uh it's it's a lot better now, probably, but yeah. um yeah, like I had like sausage and eggs for breakfast mm -hmm. and a steak salad for lunch and some celery with almond butter and a cheese stick with salami. Huh. Wow. It sounds like real food. Wow. So it's not like you're just like, you know, yeah, I just think like whole thirties bullshit. Cause you have to buy all these dumb substitutes so that you like get rid of everything. Yeah. And keto is kind of like that, except you don't have, you can cook with butter and you can like, don't have to substitute shit. Yeah. You don't have to worry about fat or anything. Yeah, as much. The fat thing is kind of weird for me, but it's probably just like a mental thing to get over. I think saturated fats are fine, apparently. Yeah, I remember my dad had had some directive from a doctor to like, like stop eating saturated fat, like just cut it completely out of your system. This was maybe 
10 or 15 years ago. And I remember like that affected all of our diets cause he was the primary cook. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, how, like, do you have the flu thing yet that you're talking about? Like, keto, yeah, I'm kind of flu. Is it really like an achy? Th- like, can you feel it? Yeah, and I don't know if that's like, oh, you're not getting enough potassium or yeah. whatever. So I have like a multivitamin, but I can't like eat bananas and shit. I was about to ask about bananas. The one uh, thing I learned about the the yeah. only thing I know about bananas I learned from Honey I Shrunk the Kids or something because I think that they talk about like one of the people was like knocked out and they fed them a giant banana to get back to health or something i don't know i don't know oh shit hatsune miku vr is 20 percent off what what is it hatsune miku vr oh, oh, oh. it's 20 percent off on steam neither of us have a vr headset right oh uh, no okay um <clears throat> okay so the nintendo direct happened today did either of you watch it Oh. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't have, I didn't. I think I was in a really long meeting when it was happening. But I saw Twitter react. Um, Mikey, you watched it. So like, what? I saw the Super Smash thing. I saw someone. People have been tweeting about WarioWare, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, fill me in. What's what's going on? Yeah. Um. Well, let me pull up. Uh. I should have. In the meantime, while you're pulling that up, I want to talk about how I got my Four Island run and into the breach. Um, oh yeah hit me with that there's not like an interesting story about it but i used the uh the rusted hulks or something it's like one of the squads you can unlock that is about like one one mech like you can um you push enemies away from you on all four tiles so it's like a like a defense only mech and then if you upgrade it enough you can get shields and you can launch shields to people uh the other mech is like a plane that um its default move you like go up next to an enemy and you hop over it and you disable its attack with like a smoke thing. Um, and then the other artillery mech has a passive bonus that makes all smoke on the field do electric damage. Yeah. I have um, the rest. So. Yeah. People have been saying that this game's easier and I think that than, than FTL or easier than they liked it to be maybe. And I was sort of thinking like that that's not true. It's just that certain squads play to certain like play styles so if you find the right squad early on and you like master it it's going to feel easy but the challenge kind of comes in from like experimenting with stuff that you're not familiar with and trying to get good at stuff that you're not like with different play styles that's what i think anyway because i it took me probably a good 15 hours i think i've been playing on steam you know who knows if it's logging all the time that i've just been like that i've had it open and not playing but like uh, i think i've played it 15 hours. So it took me 15 hours to get the first win, whereas some people have been able to do it like first or second try, which I think is yeah. crazy. I mean, like Austin on Waypoint th- this week said that like, yeah, like every other every other like team is just going to teach you how to be better with the original team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and what I'm noticing is that like there are some things that are unique to each squad, but some squads squad mechs start with bonuses that I've seen in like at the store at the end of a uh, at the end of an island, um, but that game is super cool. Um, I know Brian, you went on Meta to talk about it, and uh, for I didn't really have much to say to be honest. <laughs> How was that? Like being on a pod with like four other people at once? Uh, it was good. Like they all definitely have their own natural like cadence and like flow that that I was kind of like just letting happen. Sure, like, it was fun. It felt like I was. 
it felt like what you what you kind of just said earlier like you know they're just like get like checking back in with each other because mm-hmm. paul glenn and jimmy all originally used to record in the same room and now like glenn's in colorado and yeah uh, jimmy's still up here and tom and paul live together so they like they, like there's a lot of like like there's also like a shared history of yeah. like 10 plus years of friendship or something i don't know yeah um, uh, I'm strolling through the supply on article. Look at the big news, and I'll um, touch on everything a bit, news. but really hit the uh, the big points. At least the points that made me most excited. Um, so yeah, they started with the bi- or uh, this article starts with the biggest news, which was just a teaser at the very end, um, mm-hmm. wherein two squid kids are uh, or inklings, whatever the whatever we're calling them, squid kids, squid kids. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, because now there. Yeah, we'll get to the Splatoon two in a minute. But um, yeah, it's two squid kids running around, you know, having a Splatoon fight with each other. Then all of a sudden, like the light gets like blocked out, and like this giant flame appears in the sky, and it's the <laughs> Smash Bros symbol. And it's like actually like really fucking epic, and it, like has these like pans over these silhouettes of you know like Mario and Link, and like mm-hmm. it was actually like pretty fucking like intense and pretty epic, and it was great. Um, but so I, I, you know, that pretty much confirms that it's going to be a new game, although it wouldn't be the most, wouldn't surprise me if it's a port and then they're like, oh, here's new characters of the Wii U game. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I sincerely hope not, but, um, it'll be interesting to see how this goes considering, um, Wii U was made, uh, in a partnership with Namco Bandai. Um, yeah. And then, like, they had to drag um, the director back to make that game. (laughs) And he was like, okay, this is my last one. So who knows if the longtime director of that franchise is going to be back. Um, It could be in different hands. It might be a part of another partnership with another publisher or developer. Just Um, copy the code from 4 and put it on the Switch. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Have you played Melee? (laughs) Don't get me started um, yeah. on the melee crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a lot was shown about Mario Tennis Aces. Like, they actually went pretty in-depth on, like, a lot of the new mechanics and um, new modes, and all that stuff seemed really cool, but they were very smart in saying, like, oh, hey, and also there's just, like, the simple mode where it's, you know, just your typical, you know, like, tennis game, which I feel like a lot of people actually want Mario games to be, or the Mario mm-hmm. Tennis games, like... Like, no, like, like, that's just neat and whatever, but, like, let me play, you know, let me just play, te- like, a solid tennis game. Like, that's that's really what I want for Mario Tennis. Okay, so you're 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 glossing over some, some potentially huge things here, if okay. you don't mind me saying. No, go ahead. So Crash Bandicoot, I'm, the guy who went out on the streets with a megaphone saying something bad about Nintendo, I can't remember what, but the mascot for PlayStation mm-hmm. is getting a port to the Nintendo Switch. Um, that's yeah. that's that's coming. That's so crazy. Yeah, we're hey, are we actually podcasting that? right now? By the way, we are actually podcasting right now. This is the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm getting to Crash Bandicoot. Like, there, yeah. like yeah, just like Sonic was the big one. Like Sonic uh-huh. coming to Nintendo platforms, I think is bigger than Crash Bandicoot. Um. Well, but, I mean, no, but there's been Sonic on Nintendo for years now. Oh, there's a Sonic coming yeah. to Switch? But, there's always oh been a... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, like, the the rivalry between Mario and Crash Bandicoot is nowhere near what Sonic versus Mario was. That's like, like true. it's Like, that, that's 
like that was cool. Like I'm excited about Crash Bandicoot yeah. coming to Switch, but um, yeah, what about that's... Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers? <laughs> What's that? Is that a game that just got announced today? Dylan is an anthropomorphic armadillo that we first got to know in Dylan's Rolling Western that debuted on the 3DS eShop in 2012. Now, Dylan is back, fighting rocks, defending towers, and spend some time uh, and spend some time trying to crack Dylan's outer shell. Get it? I don't get it. Dylan's an armadillo. Thanks. Um, th- no. Thanks for just there's reading an- this Polygon article, Brian. I know. Thanks, Polygon. <laughs> uh, there, There's a new WarioWare. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm trying to fucking get to these, but... <laughs> yeah, on, on McDonald's Day, Wario's true and only accomplishment... <laughs> Oh, happy McDonald's Day to you. Yeah, happy McDonald's Day. He changed the McDonald's logo. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> okay, I'll let you get to it. I just thought you were like, mm-hmm. I want you to I want you to, I don't want you to bury the lead here. No, I I'm going through these things and like Okay. Oh cool, a, a game that came out last year is coming to Switch. Like I'm going getting to the new shit. Like okay. Switch right. already has good ports. Um right. but yeah, WarioWare Gold is a new WarioWare game for the three DS, which is um it has like over like a hundred something mini games. Like it's it's the biggest Morrieware game yet in terms of the uh, library of mini games that are coming with it, and it looks I'm so stoked. You know, looks pretty pretty sweet. Um, there's a there's actually a few reasons that might actually make me bring out my 3ds within this year because like yeah. la- last time I touched it was Pokemon Moon. I'm pretty sure. And Ooh. Yeah. wait, not even like wait, you Moon. Wait, did you play Metroid or is that only Brian? That was me. Uh, I um, I played Metroid at uh, at PAX, but I never. Like oh, okay. got it and actually played it. Like ever since the Switch came out, I'm just like, yeah, this is my portable Nintendo fix. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers, which the original was a pretty uh, successful 3DS indie game. Um, they are remaking Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story for the the, the 3DS, and uh, they're adding an expansion that follows the story of Bowser Jr. during the story uh, the events of Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, which is. It's a fucking amazing game on the original uh, Nintendo DS. Um, Detective Pikachu, uh, yeah, that's that's happening. And that like, it's weird. Does anyone know what kind of game that is? Like, what what will you be doing in that? Doesn't have Danny DeVito, that's for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be like a like you know like a detective game, like going around finding clues. You're trying to figure out why um, Pokemon are. Like in the city, like Pokemon and people like live in harmony. Now the Pokemon are acting up, like, and it's up to <laughs> Detective Pikachu to figure out why. Um, Those damn Pokemon. Yeah, like they came pretty close to like having a Danny DeVito like voice after like that internet campaign to like make Danny DeVito do it, and it's just like, well, I, wasn't it because like they heard the Japanese voice and it's like actually like a gruff sounding Japanese guy, and it totally sounds like maybe the Japanese equivalent of Danny DeVito. Yeah, like, and th- yeah, that's the reason why everyone's like, oh my, like, and also just having Danny DeVito be the voice of Pikachu would be fucking am- would be amazing. Would be fucking cool, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, the voice is kind of, you know, it's fine. It yeah. seems to be well acted. Ryan Reynolds is going to be in the movie. Very, very cool. Um, I love Ryan Reynolds. Something I'm pretty jazzed about, but, like, give it to me on Switch, not 3DS, is uh, Luigi's Mansion's getting a remake, the uh, OG GameCube game. Um, what? But- yeah, they would miss that. I, I don't because you didn't watch the Nintendo Direct. No, I know, but no one was talking about it. Well, I mean, like, there's a lot of other big like this was a good direct. Like, they announced some some dope shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So like, 
you know, if, if they if they can fix a bunch of the camera issues, like like a lot of GameCube games and like honestly Nintendo sixty four games, like the camera issues are the main reasons why a lot of those games are kind of shitty. Is you know because they yeah. didn't they didn't adopt the dual stick uh, design philosophy. But um, I, I mean, I guess unless you have the new three DS that you're kind of stuck with that anyways. But that that nub, yeah, yeah. the good nub. Um, Kirby Sir. Kirby Star Allies, they showed a bunch of stuff for that. Like, I'm you, a, you know, just as a side note while we're talking about it, that has a co-op in it, and I think I might pick that up and play it with Grace, because I think we've been yeah. wanting something to, like... Oh, okay. Yeah, that, sort of, like... That'd be a really good game for that. Yeah. It's, like, totally inoffensive, probably, like, marginally fun. Yeah, and no, the, the, the Kirby games are always really solid. It's just that yeah. they're aimed at There's an so audience that is, you know, a lot younger and a lot... Uh, yeah, like they're just accessible, easy, kind of fun games. Um, mm-hmm. Which, like, if you like them, sweet. They're just not my cup of tea. Um, the Okami HD remake that came to the PlayStation Four and Xbox One uh, and PC yeah. last year—that's coming to Switch. Which, like, that just um, makes almost too much sense. Um, yeah. Sushi Striker, yeah. which I, I played a little bit of one of the 3DS games. Um, it's a like action puzzle game where you are like connecting. Like, you have, like, three uh, conveyor belts of sushi, like, passing by, and, like, you're trying to, like, create, like, a line, like, a combo of, like, matching plates. Like, you know, like, if you go to, like, a conveyor belt sushi place, they have, like, the red plates, blue plates that indicate yeah. price. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, it's it's pretty fun. Like, I, it was a little lost on me, like, a lot of the skill of it, but um, it was neat. The They showed a bunch of Octopath Traveler, which uh, reminds me a lot of 3D.Game Heroes. In terms, like, with its yeah. aesthetic, like, the 3D pixel art, like, like kind of mashup. Um, I don't know how I actually, like, feel about that game. It's something that I might want to play, but, um, yeah. like, it reminds me a lot of those Tokyo RPG Factory games that are just, like, Isn't it fine. from Tokyo RPG Factory? Probably. Um, it's, um, from, it's from Square Enix, which I... Th- owns that? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, like, I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that looks neat. Uh, one of my favorite pieces of news, which, uh, like I, I was excited about it cause I love the game on the Wii U, but I didn't, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I need to buy it again, but, uh, Captain Toad treasure trackers, uh, coming to the switch with a bunch of, uh, new courses from, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. That's oh, cool. cool. Yeah. So like, there's like a new dunk city level. There's the, um, sweet. That game's awesome. Yeah. Like I, I fucking loved Captain Toad Treasure Tracker so much, and I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy again, the remaster that came to PlayStation last year is coming to yeah. the Switch, um, which is pretty neat. Like I, I don't, that might be the time I finally go playing this because that would be a good like kind of yeah, bedtime game. That might be the perfect sort of Switch Switch port. Um, yeah, uh, South Park, cool. Um, no, edgy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So they they announced a uh, Solaire of Astora Amiibo uh, for the Dark Souls remaster, which I'm very excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also going to be a uh, like network stress test coming at some point. For Dark Souls, yeah. So so, try it out. Yeah. So there will be like some kind of like some form or another of a demo. I don't think they said whether or not Mm. it's going to be like um, dependent on like having a pre-order who gets access to it. But um, yeah. Like, it's a good amiibo. Yeah, like it's a good amiibo, and that's a good idea to do a stress test for a game like that. Yeah, especially well, with so many people clamoring for for more Switch stuff and 
Oh, totally. Nintendo not having a real like internet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And like for me, like my big concern is whether or not the frame rate can hold up um, on on a remaster of Dark Souls on the mm-hmm. Switch. Um, mm-hmm. Which like for a game like Dark Souls is like critically important that that frame rate stay stable. Um, Seems like they've been doing good work on it lately. Like the Doom uh, updates apparently made that game a lot better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But again, that was an update, not like. At launch and launch, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and something that like was highlighted to me by like seeing how much new stuff has come to Splatoon too. Like, I kind of bounced off that game because the network stuff wasn't where, like, it needed to be for me to really sink my teeth into it. And like, well, you should sink your teeth back into it because I've been dipping my toes back in, and uh, you should sink your teeth in while I dip my toes in and see what happens. Yeah, you know, I can mm. dabble a little, or <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, that would be. F- freaking sweet uh excuse me yeah i know it'd be fun to play that game with people um yeah because like i and I, i'll just say that the um the multiplayer works every time there hasn't really been any problems it's still like a little yeah. nintendo funky the way you'd expect yeah a multiplayer oh, this, game so to be. this article is no. actually um this ar- article is actually missing the splatoon stuff that got announced um mm-hmm. which is the uh first pack of paid dlc which includes like I think they said like 80 levels of a single player campaign. That's um, crazy. Yeah. With also at, uh, adding Octolings to the mix where before it's like these, you know, squid based characters. Now like mm-hmm. the octopus based characters are going to be uh, a playable option. And there's going to like, I think they said over a hundred new pieces of clothing and like accessories. Yeah. It doesn't go wild. So um, yeah, like I'm actually like, cause I, I think they're calling it like, like it's, Splatoon 2 3.0 I think is what they actually refer to it as so like it's and again like it's cool that they're like Nintendo's making games iteratively like that like which is like like Nintendo's Overwatch or something yeah which like they've explicitly like kind of behind like Shigeru Miyamoto's like idea on like delays where it's like no like we we create a game and that is the finite version of that game even though they've like supplemented uh, you almost wonder if Splatoon 1 was supposed to be that (laughs) yeah you know, um, if, if it was on a different platform. Yeah, so I'm... And it, the DLC is 20 bucks, and, like, 20 bucks for 80 levels of that, like, really good single-player campaign. Like, um, if, if I dip back into it with you guys and I like it, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I will spend $20 to play more of a really good game on Switch. Yeah, um, totally. They showed a little bit more of Travis Strikes Again. Uh, no More Heroes is third iteration that's coming to the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of fondness for that series as a game that I played in my teens. Um, yeah. And I don't, like, I've been really worried about how that will hold up in 2018. Um, where, where, like, I've yeah. just grown up and matured a lot. Like, I wonder if the series can. And, like, to be fair, like, I haven't seen a lot of those little moment-to-moment stuff where you kind of got a lot of, like, the gross, pervy shit from No More Heroes. Um, mm-hmm. But the conceit is that... Um, Travis Touchdown is like stuck inside a video game system and he has to like work his way through seven games, each with their own like final boss. And like, I'm like, it can go either way. Like the, the premise seems really cool. And like, I, tr- I feel like Suda 51 is a guy that like, he's pretty adaptive. I hope that this game doesn't get like explicitly gross. Like you can still have some, you know, like sexual content without being icky about it. And I really hope that, no more heroes finds that balance because like that would make me so fucking happy for like a modern version of this game that doesn't make me feel awful. Yeah. What if it was like, let it die. 
Uh, uh, didn't Mikey hate that game? I hated that game, but I, I hated it because <laughs> yeah. the, the combat was really clunky and I felt like the design was bad. Yeah. That, that, that aesthetic yeah. wasn't super pleasing and I'm super about everything I've seen from No More so, Heroes 3. What a bizarre game to come out. Yeah. Was it was it on Waypoint where they're talking about how like uh, certain character action games like benefit from a second playthrough or something? Like you learn new things? Maybe... I don't remember who it was, yeah, but they're talking... They, 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 they mentioned... Um, no more heroes specifically when they're like, oh, and yeah, if you try to revisit no more heroes, like you don't, there's nothing new to gain from it. You're doing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, um, um I watched. So, I, I think it was Pat and Brian on Polygon. They played uh-huh. no more heroes recently, and uh, yeah, even just watching that game, it wasn't great. Um, no, I, I think it was just like a novel use of the Wii and like a striking aesthetic and like yeah, the tone fit. Like it hit me at like a perfect time, as mm-hmm. you know. God, it's like 2008, so it's like a 16 year old. Yeah, it was like perfect for teenage boys. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like that just hit me at a sweet spot, and like I have, yeah, like a very like adolescent, um, fondness for that game, and I really hope that it can like bring that out while not being super disgusting. Yeah. Um. Which is it's a hard thing to do, and I, you know. Like, I trust the places I follow to, like... That, that's a game that I won't, like, super want pre-order, like, in the way that, like, I definitely am going to get, like, Dark Souls remastered. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I really hope that game ends up being fucking sweet. Totally. Um, um, so that's that's a Nintendo Direct. Uh, there, there's pretty... a couple quick things I just want to hit. There's, like, two things. Okay. Yeah. Did either of you play Little Nightmares? No. No. Well, it's coming to Switch with all of the DLC, and sweet. Like you I like that cool. game. I loved that game. Um, if you like Inside, um, it's like a Miyazaki meets um, like Grim Fairy Tales like game, kind of like Inside. Okay. Um, like and That's I cool. like or like Spirited Away meets uh uh sh- well, shit. Well, I forgot the other thing I said. Um, Grim Fairy Tales. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, and yeah. it's fucking sweet. And then uh, Undertale is coming to Switch, which Undertale, yeah, like, I, I started a bunch of times. Play it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've, I've started it like two or three times, and I don't know why. It just, I've been able to, like, really, like, hunker down and play it. And I think that this is the way that I finally do it. And I'm, I'm very excited. Um, yeah. But yeah, th- so that's now that's the Nintendo Direct. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Um, I'll tell you guys what I don't want to talk about. I don't want to yeah. talk about Trump and video games. So I'm just putting oh. the kibosh on that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, what do you? So, I don't even know what to say about that. What, what do you think Donald yeah. Trump's favorite video game is? Probably like fucking. Uh, but hatred stuff. Yeah. Remember the game hatred? He he commissioned hatred. Yeah, there are good people on both sides in hatred. Yeah. Um, oh, what, what uh, was that Hotline Miami game? But you were cops. We are police. Is that we are is that police? Actually, is that wait? Is that what that game really is? I, I have no idea what that game. Uh, is. No, I, I I don't either. Um, like this is the police. I don't know. I I just, I just heard it was like kind of not great. Not not because of any like like you need to respect the uniform. Blue lives matter. But just that it wasn't a great game. I don't think that is. No, what this that looks game. like no. a text-based adventure. Like adventure sort of game i'm not gonna talk i'm not talking shit about this game yeah but <laughs> i'll talk shit about hatred that, that premise 
Oh yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I never want to play as police in a I, video game. We'll just say that. I I would want to make. Uh, I'd want to make him play bu- uh, butterfly soup. Say that again. I, I would want to make Trump play butterfly soup. Just as yeah, it's funny. Oh. No, we're already talking about it. I'm not talking about it. Um, no. Genital jousting. Genital, yes. I would, oh my god. I would. I mount your friends. Uh, yeah, just Donald Trump and Mike Pence on a Twitch stream playing mount your fr- mount, mount your friends and genital I've jousting. Heard, <laughs> I've heard from a lot of people that these these men have the biggest dicks. That's my Trump impression. It's, um, it's really good, Brian. <laughs> yes you're playing a, a, a game called deep rock galactic that i keep meaning to try and here's let me tell you yeah. why i haven't bought it yet tell me why you ass it's in early access but that's not a, that's not a problem their first question or the first answer to their second question is uh i don't know what i just said there's a question on their steam page yes approximately how long will this game be in early access Quote, we are estimating somewhere between one or two years of development before we are ready to move out of early access. <laughs> and like, I get yeah. that it's fun now, yeah. but am I really going to want to revisit it when it launches into 1.0? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, uh, like, even like PUBG was like nine months in early yeah, access. Like that, and there's like oh. a hook there that was like relatively unique, yeah. relatively <laughs> different from what was out there already. Yeah. And, you know? and I was burnt out by the time 1.0 rolled around for PUBG. I think PUBG is its own beast. I don't really know if you can compare PUBG to a lot of other like early access yeah. uh, projects. Mm-hmm. Deep Rock Galactic, though, is it's built on a really solid foundation. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic is a one to four player co op sci fi first person shooter <laughs> featuring badass space dwarves. Oh, um, it's a voxel based game, mm-hmm. and so a lot of the a lot of the uh, walls and other things in the world are destructible and so you're kind of like you're kind of doing this like mix between left for dead style first person shooter combat and collecting minerals and materials for your ship and so um i can see the loop being pretty basic right now however i really thought it felt super good and could see them adding a lot to it i think there's a really solid base so that gives me hope yeah um I have two I, friends that want this game. I will probably pick it up. Um, yeah, no, I I saw that game as uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, this would be a fun game to play with those guys. But yeah, for me, we it's like I, I've had my my one group game lately has been Monster Hunter. I've been playing with uh, yeah. my roommate and some of his friends from uh, Alpha Squad Junior, and it's been been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But then that I'm also like uh, hesitant to like. Burn like I don't want to burn myself out on those types of games because I'm actually like super excited about Sea of Thieves right now. Um, sure. And yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't want to burn myself out on those like four player squad like, just kind of go out and have an adventure kind of games. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I think. Uh, until that, I know we tried to confirm this, but I'm still not convinced that it's coming to PC with the Game Pass thing. Um, it is. Okay. I'm, I guarantee you it is. All right. All right. Well, then I'll tr- that's how I'll play it then. Um, that, that game is less than two weeks away. That's crazy. So, uh, and Burnout, Burnout Paradise is coming out again soon, which oh, yeah. I'm very excited about. Um, is Super Hot out yet on Xbox Games with Gold? I don't know. You should I'm, check. I'm very excited about that. Super. Super, Super hot, hot is a very good game. 
Yeah, I'm very um, excited to dip, dip my feet into the teeth <laughs> biting. Yeah. It's super hot. Um, words are, are hard sometimes. Um, yeah. So that's cool. I, like I said, I'll pick up Deep Rock Galactic probably tomorrow, and we can play this weekend. We haven't really had a game oh. to play together in a while. Um, yes. But like speaking yeah. of of, uh, of PUBG, they, they announced some stuff today too. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. They were, they were like, yeah. we're finally able to talk about our roadmap for 2018 and how we want the game to um, to evolve because like 1.0 was just the beginning. But the one thing that really stood out to me and like the only concrete thing that they actually really talked about aside from just some like kind of aesthetic changes like sounds and uh, how they render buildings and stuff um, was that there's a new uh, is it four by four kilometer map that they're going to be testing soon. Um, and I don't think they're doing anything with the number of, like the limit to the number of players that can play in a match. So it's going to be like a hundred people diving into this like insanely small map and it's going to like increase like, uh, God, I don't know. They're going to, um, that's going to be really crazy. And then they're adding emotes too. Oh, Oh, cool. It's like, it's to be like Fortnite. Yeah, I mean that game really has it, it. It has felt it felt when it when Fortnite Battle Royale first came out, it kind of felt like PUBG had this huge shadow over Fortnite. But now it seems like it's kind of on the opposite, or or they're, at least they're like they have like similar clout because it feels to me like Fortnite is much more in the public consciousness than PUBG, while PUBG is trying to build this like esportsy like competitive scene. Yeah. So. I've noticed that Everyone too, definitely. Like more people are yeah. talking about Fortnite right now than they have been with PUBG. Yeah, it's that it's that weird kinda kinda thing I think we've talked about before, but it's like at the end of the day, like Fortnite seems to be getting all the publicity while PUBG is trying to win influence in the like esports crowd. Yeah. Maybe that's the bad the like the wrong call. Yeah. I, I hope that they they aren't putting all their focus on esports. I think that I don't know, I think that Fortnite appeals to a different type of sen- like gameplay sensibility. Um, I've seen people. I follow a guy named Yelix on t- at y e l i x on Twitter, and he's been playing Fortnite a little bit more recently, and he's enjoying it way more than PUBG. And he's not even doing the like the building stuff. He he got a victory royale or whatever they call it um, with just shooting. And I I always sort of assume that you like you wouldn't be able to do very well if you weren't like playing the crafting element of the game you know um i don't know yeah it's free it's on consoles it's uh got that like like lowest common denominator art style that is just like super appealing to some people it's like the minions of video games right now i don't know (laughs) which is like a very terrible (laughs) thing to say but it just sort of reminds me of like Cartoony, like, like cartoony, colorful. It, it, like, it reminds me of the Clash of Clans commercial. Yes. yes. It looks like a generic video game that like you'd see on a TV show. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I've tried to go back into Fortnite, but I haven't given it more than a couple rounds, and I do not like the way that game plays. I think it, I think it plays like butt, personally. Um, so yeah. Maybe we're wrong. God, the HUD is Maybe so bad. Right. What's that? The HUD. Yeah, ever like so much around the edges. It's not great in PUBG, but it got better. But um, around the edges in uh, Fortnite, it make it make it kind of tough. Yeah. Um. 
Mikey, have you played any more of Where the Water Tastes Like Wine? No. Okay. Huh. Um, I, I plan on, like, last night I finally beat the final boss of Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was just, like, a huge weight off my shoulders. Like, I, I'm still going to go back and play Monster Hunter. Uh, yeah. Like, here and there. But, like, I just had, like, this kind of drive to, like, complete it. And, like, like the way that you, like, build towards, like, the, the big hunts in Monster Hunter and, like, and like when you finally like take down some of the big monsters, like it, it's just such a like feeling of achievement. It's like it's so fucking great. Like similar to like uh, like PUBG's like level of like you're just like gradually learning the game and the mechanics, and whenever you like accomplish your goals, or like you know you get a chicken dinner in PUBG, or like you finally take down fucking Xenojiva in mm-hmm. PUBG, it's just like fuck yes. Like the first time you beat Nergante yeah. after you're like teased this fight with this giant fucking demon thing. Um and you finally take him out, it's just like it's just such a good ass feeling. And um yeah, so I finally accomplished that. Like I've like there's a lot more I could be doing. Um and it's not not even in the way of like Destiny where it's like, oh just go a lot of it is grinding, but like it's more purposeful than like the way that Destiny would just like kind of tease out this like semi-meaningless uh like post-game content like like there's still a lot of like meaningful stuff i can go do but um the like big uh like goals the game gives for you like i've accomplished like i could continue like hunting like harder monsters i can get you know all like a lot more gear Uh, i've expanded a bunch more armor levels but like the main goal i finally did and so now i i feel like i'm i legitimately feel like i'm free of Monster yeah. Hunter, not in a way that I was like ca- held captive, but like I accomplished it, like I did it, and now yeah. and so, so now I'm like looking at things like I'm gonna play through Yakuza Kiwami, uh, here shortly. Uh, I plan on playing a bit more into the Breach, but like I don't know why it's that I haven't wanted to like sit down on my computer and play a game on my PC. Yeah, like I, I mm. sit at the same chair and same desk that I play <laughs> your my, PS4 on. I'm PS4 on, but PS4. Um, yeah, there's there's something about me like just sitting down and playing on my computer that I'm just like, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, but I, I do plan on playing more into the breach. I do plan on putting a bit more time into where the water tastes like wine. I need to figure out how long that game is because I don't know. Like that's I feel like that's a game that like should be like maybe five hours. Yeah. Like but, if I wanted to sit down and that seems like a kind of game that you'd play when you're like in the mood to read a book. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, uh, um, I've the 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 tedium that people have described and like the map navigation. The map um, map navigation is fucking awful. I hate it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I remember playing it at PAX and like thinking, oh, maybe this is like an early version of what this mm-hmm. is going to feel like. And no, that, that's what that's the game kind of it, like. huh? Yeah. Um, and um, the music that plays while you're like walking over like the map, which yeah. is like actually a map of. The United States, uh, yeah, it it's bad. The music that plays oh, no. while you're doing it is, is it. I couldn't stand it. Um, oh, no. Like I, I wish it was just like kind of like soft, like like instrumental, like Western music. Yeah, but like it's That's like this bad. weird, like kind of like poppy folk stuff. Huh. Um, and like it just it feels so out of place, and it really it really bums, bums me out because like the individual stories and like the mechanics of like you know, like you get like told a story that you kind of put out into the world. Like the, the one that I experienced was like, I ran into these, um, these bootleggers, like these women who are bootleggers and, 
Um, it's just kind of a casual, like, they ask you for a cigarette, and, like, you kind of, like, notice that they're smuggling shit, and then, uh, like, cops come in and, like, arrest them. And then, like, you hear about the story, and then, like, someone's like, oh, I heard there was a huge gunfight. And then you can choose to either, like, be like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Um, or just be like, no, actually, they just kind of, like, came in, like, were taken away peacefully. And, like, the way that you, like, nudge these stories into, like, one direction, like, this game of telephone. Um, it's, it's really cool. And, like, the way that you, like, accumulate stories and stuff. Like, I, I, I really enjoy all that stuff. It's just, like, yeah, just, like, navigating the overworld sucks. I really yeah the, the music takes me out of it quite a bit actually bummer um that's so weird but yeah but again like Damn. these individual stories are really cool and i yeah. think i just found the character that austin wrote austin walker of uh Wait Is it about race wrestling and other stuff but yeah like it's it's, it's about <laughs> this like priest who like is like struggling like with like yeah like uh, apparently like, later on he starts like struggling with his faith but just kind of you, you first meet him and he's just like this normal priest he's like kind of you know same thing as you just like kind of walking around trying to help out like wayward souls and like yeah like you just like you meet people and like you're hearing how their stories have progressed like you're you know progressing these own stories that you're putting out into the world and it's um it's pretty cool uh like like all that stuff and it really bumps me out that like the world navigation is so like tedious um yeah because there's there's a lot of stuff i like about it and like the core conceit is really interesting um and like the actual art style of like uh whenever like you're sitting down like talking with characters is really cool it's just that yeah the overworld stuff is fucking bad um that's too bad i've been uh uh wanting to like keep playing more dragon ball but i'm so Mm -hmm. bad at it every time i get into it yep um but that that is sort of like the fighting game, like my fighting game. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling the need to play a fighting game, that'll be the one to pick up. Um, yeah. Until so Smash that, that feels Switch kinda, comes out. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, but I, you know, this has been, it's been a couple of weeks since we did this. Um, I've had a couple of like rough work weeks yeah. and I'm exhausted and stuff. So I'm just sort of wondering, uh, like what else have you guys been enjoying? What else have you been using to kind of like relax or distance yourself from like stressful work things or you know yeah um i guess i can start yeah um so grace was has been interested in this show called dark on netflix um it's like the, the really reductive way to describe it um is that you know what i'm not even gonna go that way it's a german like the foreign language german show um hour-long episodes it's about uh some high school students who are a a very small town and kids keep miss like going missing every uh 33 years and there's like and everyone kind of forgets about it so um sounds dark it's pretty dark but um it's got some elements of like stephen king-esque mystery and like kind of creepiness um it kind of messes with timelines and stuff like that uh all like alternate timelines and stuff it's pretty cool and it's not patronizing it's very it's like fairly serious even though it's dealing about kids like um after i've explained it i feel comfortable doing the reductive thing but people keep on saying it's like a dark gritty stranger things set in germany and it's like it's not anything like stranger things because stranger things as enjoyable and funny as that show is like it's pretty shallow and this feels um pretty engaging and like leaves me kind of wondering what's going to happen every single after every single episode 
That's cool. Yeah, and then uh, other than that, <laughs> Grace kind of got Grace and I got super into the the reboot of Queer Eye. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Me and my family used to watch the original on Bravo when I was a kid, um, and it was just sort of like that show was uh, pretty revolutionary for its time because even though gay people had been like LGBT people had been accepted. Uh, it wasn't like as widespread as it is now. And I'm not saying that it's like good now, but so the message of that original show is acceptance. Like there are gay people and they can be helpful <laughs> like, like anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe, sorry, reverse. That show is about tolerance. I right. think that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That show is about tolerance. This show, there's a message that they're like actively trying to kind of get out there. Um, it's about acceptance and it's pretty genius. Like they, sh- they set the show, you know, in a quote unquote red state. And I think it's in Georgia and all the guys are from the Georgia area or like that area mm. of the, of the country. And they even like f- have them make over a like Trump voting NASCAR guy. Huh. Um, and it's really, really fantastic. And every guy, yeah. every guy brings something unique to the table and, uh, they even actually make over some gay people too, which I thought was interesting. Um, kind of just like lending itself to that cool, uh, like the, the theme of the show is that it's not, it's about, I don't know. It, it's just super good and fun and funny and lighthearted. So that's been kind of nice to expect. And now we're sad that it's over. Yeah. Um, I've been reading a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, this book called don't know much about geography by Kenneth C. Davis. Uh, it's kind of an interesting like book that just does a survey of different questions that people seem to ask. And he kind of just like tries to answer, answer questions. Like uh, one of the most recent ones, or the chapter I'm currently in is like, what's so bad about the badlands. And so he's kind of talking about like everything from like the Dakotas and like why, why the badlands are like, this crazy rough terrain hmm. to like how how like native american tribes like lived out there to how u.s history like forced the native american tribes to be uh let's take on like or to live in these horrible reservations and um and he kind of just like takes a takes a broad question and then ap- applies it and like just kind of goes off of it for a while and so not only he's talking about like the u.s but he's talking about other like places in the world that have like rough like train like that mm-hmm. and so the goal is to kind of just answer questions about geography and so it's it's pretty cool it's a really like it's a really light read and you don't need to have any you don't need to be like have studied geography or history or something to pick it up and have some good questions answered um and he's written a couple other books that like all kind of have this don't know much about like tagline history so there's like american president uh, yeah that's all i've seen so far but yeah that seems cool yeah so it's kind of been a nice like before bed read so i'm not like staring at my phone totally i need to get better at that um and kelsey and i finished my hero academia which is a really excellent yes. anime that you should watch Rhodes. <laughs> excellent uh, we'll see about that you should it's, uh, it's very good um it's very good speaking of good ass anime um i've been watching uh, my i uh, convince my friend uh, to start watching Dragon Ball Super, and so I've been. Uh, Rhodes, uh, also Rhodes. Um, no, I I, so long. Uh, a different friend. We, we, I think, are almost caught up on the dub, and uh, wow. and then 
I mean, it's only like thirty episodes. Yeah, well, and, it, and it's it's a very it's very digestible. Like when you get down to yeah. it, like the, those episodes are more or less like fifteen to eighteen minutes long. Yeah. Um, when you cut out like the recaps and the like, you know, two and a half minute intros and the outro, yeah. so like it's it's really easy to power through and like it's just super fucking entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. and we also did what I suggested to you. Uh, where watch like, that movie? Yeah, you watch like the first two episodes and then you watch the Battle of the Gods movie, and then mm-hmm. that gets you like. 13, 14 episodes deep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it saves you a few hours. Um, and yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, my bedtime show has been actually the original Dragon Ball because I have uh, nice. I have the entire series on DVD and so I've been re-watching that. Uh, I finally got around nice. to watching uh, part two of Ev- uh, Evangelion, Ryan. Yeah, dude. It, it's, I was going to ask. It's, it's, it's very good. Um, part one? The well, yeah. So I've seen part one and two now. Oh um, shit! Yeah, it's it's, it's dope as fuck, and I I love it. Uh, Good. And um, what's the other thing that I've been doing? Um, I've I've been get, like I've been uh, watching more like let's plays as like kind of like background noise because I I like watching yeah. like having let's plays on of games I've been playing. So uh, Polygon and Waypoint have been doing a lot of Monster Hunter. Um, yep. <laughs> so, so that's been really good and um, Waypoint's Let's Plays of Stellaris ha- have made for really good like kind of like while I'm playing Monster Hunter like what would be like a podcast like sure I've had that playing that's cool and, and that, that's been really fun and really entertaining um, I started one of those streams that I haven't kept up with it so I want to I want to get back to that yeah no and I, I couldn't tell you like a lot of what's happening it's just really fucking entertaining <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to have moment to moment talking yeah, yeah. um yeah, and that's kind of been my. Uh... Oh, uh, the other thing is, I, uh, me and my roommate went and like the kind of small theater near us has been playing a lot of the Oscar movies over the past oh, like two months, and so we've been going yeah. out and seeing a bunch of those. Um, yeah, fine. so I I saw I think all but like the Darkest Hour and um, fuck the Darkest Hour dude. and and Phantom <laughs> Thread. For like the best picture nominees, now um, Phantom Thread rules. That movie's awesome. Yeah, see, yeah, and I, I like PTA, and I, I, you I can, always you'll get over the period. It, it feels like a period piece, and it feels like yeah. it's going to be one thing. But trust me, that yeah. movie gets fucking crazy. That's what I hear. Um, and I always appreciate Daniel Day Lewis in the moment, but mm-hmm. I also have the like, like, there, and like you know, prepare that, that, yourself. Yeah, like like that that yeah. dude's like one of if not like the best person like in his field. So like in like it you know, I need I respect that, but I'm also just like all right, Daniel Day-Lewis, like let's come on. Um but uh, you know, I I, I want to see that. Um I thought the Jennifer Lawrence comments about it were really funny. Um, yeah. It's like I I already dated Darren Aronofsky. I didn't need to see the movie about dating Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> um That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I honestly, uh, for a lot of the, like, and I don't want to turn this into fucking Oscars podcast, but like mm-hmm. most of those things, I, most of the awards given, I was like, yeah, sweet. Like you did it like best actor. They f- fucked up. Um, but, yeah. um, and like, I, I get why shape of water won a lot of things it did. Um, I personally liked a couple movies a bit better, but I, I get it. And I don't, th- a lot of people are like, Oh, it's a movie about Hollywood. And I'm like, not really. Like, she lives yeah. above a movie theater. That's it. 
Right, but you do know that people... <laughs> I saw a very funny tweet that was like, Shape of Water is going to win everything because there's a scene where the fish goes, wow, movies are great. And the, the people who... The, the voters in the Academy are going to be like, wow, this yeah. is genius. Yeah. Um, so, I, like, it, it, it does in, uh, in some ways appeal to, like, the Oscar voting crowd. Yeah. But I agree with you that it's about way more than that. Yeah, no, and like, like honestly, I think the scene that that probably did it was like where it breaks off into a musical number. Like, I think yeah. I think that's where it was like, oh yeah, that's where they got him. Um, but like um, th- that scene was actually really good and like was very like thematically important. So I don't even remember the musical number. So it's you. yeah, it's like kind of towards the end. Spoilers for The Shape of Water, um, where <laughs> like, um, I think like they're, like they're put, like they're getting ready to break out the fish man, um, mm. and like. And like so, it's like where they're like kind of dancing. Like her voice comes back in that scene, and like it's it's very cool and like emblematic of like, oh, like she's you know a quote unquote like normal person. Like her voice comes back when she's around him because like, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's, I must have missed that. Um, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. Um, um uh, the one that the movie that stuck with me the most was a uh, of the best picture noms and everything was Call Me by Your Name. Other, I mean, I mean, like, Other than Get Out is yeah. is called yeah, whatever. Like that's um, a given. Yeah, no, but the I, one that like actually like that I think about all the time. That like the, the one that I remember the feeling of being in the theater the most is is Call Me by Your Name. Like that was Spider Man. I, I agree. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but also like, Spider Man was good. Brian. Yeah, I, I feel like I needed to see Dunkirk in theaters, which I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. It was a good experience. Yeah, yeah and then it was fine. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot to see Lady Bird. Um, that movie's good too. Yeah. Oh, and I I thought Itania was nominated for Best Picture, but I'm no but nope. Um, I Itania is better than the Post. Yeah, the Post so, is kind of a snooze. What's up, Brian? Um, Avengers. Brian, do you that, only see Marvel movies? Year. You know, Black Panther was dope. Yeah, that was yeah. a good movie. Um, right lately, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that I want to shout out. Um, that has been getting me through the week. Uh, I think we talked about when we first started this show that there aren't any good Wednesday podcasts. Um, it's true. Like, I just feel like I'm never usually listening to anything on Wednesdays, but we might've talked about it before we started recording two weeks ago, but, uh, Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott are back <laughs> with a new podcast called, are you talking REM re me? And wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking on brand. Yeah. It's, extremely good and it's for a band that is like actually more enjoyable than like to a lot of people than you too and it's it's so it's been fun um to hear them talk and do their thing because i'll spend an hour before they actually talk about the album that they're supposed to cover uh but also getting into a band that i knew i already liked but i haven't really heard any of their earlier stuff so it's a great show it's really fun um that's maybe about it yeah uh, so the video games the, they're okay the genius of this uh this format that i'm experiment, experimenting with where we're just sort of like we just start the show like this is the show i don't know how to end it you know what i mean yeah do we just like hang up and be done mm-hmm. we just be like no problem fun no, i don't no. know why i keep referencing cool games inc today yeah i don't know why you, you do that either it was a good moment it was, it was a, a good hot moment it was a good moment in our time uh bye. Uh good riddance. Uh eat food. <laughs>